All right, let's check in with Vaughn Palmer from the Vancouver Sun on this Friday and get our update on election speculation. Now, Vaughn, I was talking to Gord this morning, and I thought it would be absolutely crazy, but what do I know, to call an election right after you had the highest number of COVID-19 cases that you've ever had. Well, I agree with you. And it was very interesting yesterday because the premier confirmed for the first time that he's thinking of an early election call. But he also insists that he hasn't made up his mind yet. Um, I'm inclined to give him the benefit of the doubt on that. I can imagine why he might be having second thoughts. And I'd say there's two things I would point to. One is the backlash from the public. I've lost track of how many people I've heard from, either by phone or message or email, who've said two things. First of all, that they think John Horgan and the NDP have done a good job and have probably earned a second term in government, but that this is not the time to call an election. Like, those are two ideas, and you can hold them both in your mind together. Yes, uh, Mm -hmm. we'll take a good look at you when you're running for re-election. This is not the time to call one. And, of course, the other thing that happened yesterday is within an hour of John Horgan telling us that he hadn't made up his mind on an election yet. We got the latest update from Dr. Bonnie Henry, a new record number of cases, 165. The previous record was 139. Uh, Dr. Henry really, you know, very sobering briefing with her. She talked about how parties, all these cases arriving out of way too many people meeting face-to-face in two large groups, and really disturbing the case count is starting to spill over into long-term care, into the seniors' population, into the hospitals, and, of course, that's where the most vulnerable people in BC are. You put that together and you go, yeah, I, I could see why the Premier's having second thoughts, even though his party is champing at the bit for an early election. Well, didn't the NDP Provincial Council meet yesterday to talk about election readiness? Oh, yeah, no, and they've got, uh, you know, people are lining up, ministers are lining up to say they're not running again. Uh, You've got people lining up to go for NDP nominations. I mean, it's quite clear the New Democrats are getting ready for an election. And, you know, you look at the opinion polls, you can see why they might be doing that. And the Premier has already told us that he has no hesitation about repudiating his signature on the agreement with the Greens, and he clearly doesn't care that there's he himself put a fixed election date into legislation. But as I say, I'm inclined to give him the benefit of the doubt because I expect the New Democrats are getting the same kind of feedback that you're hearing, that I'm hearing, which is, hey, you've done a good job, but this is not the time for an election. Exactly. Uh, And also, let's talk about that uh, press conference yesterday, or I guess the technical briefing that happened before that, because it sounds like it was pretty messy. Yeah, so the government released a stronger BC for the future or for everyone. Stronger BC for everyone, which sounds like an election slogan, which is their economic recovery plan. Um, The New Democrats, uh, Simi, in my experience, have generally done a pretty good job with uh, technical briefings, and we're not supposed to report them, but I... Uh, I can tell you that I've covered a number of them that were very good, and the one yesterday was as catastrophic as I've seen in a while. And here's the problem. The numbers didn't add up, and the reason I can tell you that is because um, when it was over, they put off the Premier's press conference for 30 minutes, 
and reissued the material that was provided to reporters because the numbers didn't add up. The key numbers, like where is the money uh, for the $1.5 billion economic recovery plan going? It didn't add up, so they had to fix it. Uh, The other problem they had is there's a massive amount of material there that arrived at the last minute, uh, in fact, partway through the briefing, And when you go through it, every reporter, I think, that went through it had real problems figuring out what was new, what was repackaged. Um, You had to read the footnotes on some pages of the material to realize the New Democrats were counting a billion dollars in federal money as if it was their stuff, right? So uh, a really bad launch for a critically important plan, and I think that's, uh, you know, they might want to revisit that one as well. Partway through it, I thought, uh, if, this, if these are the smartest guys and gals in the room, um, they've done a very poor launch if this is going yeah. to be the election platform. Now, is it possible, though, as you suggested, that they were ready and they were going and they were full steam ahead and perhaps the backlash has gotten to them? Well, you know, um, MLAs and cabinet ministers uh, get a lot of feedback from their own constituents. And um, I I mean, I've heard from New Democrats uh, reservations about this. They say the thing is risky. Um, I think you like, for example, I would after listening to Adrian Dix yesterday during the briefing with Dr. Bonnie Henry, I can't believe that Adrian Dix thinks this is a good time yeah. to go ahead. They, they, nobody knows how the pandemic is going to unfold, but the numbers are mostly headed in the wrong direction. Um, somebody on Twitter also suggested, which I thought was a lovely line, um, has um, Adrian Dix told John Horgan what can happen exactly. to polling numbers yes, that's <laughs> during what I was an election campaign? I was thinking, I'm, I'm pretty sure Adrian Dix is saying, don't do this. And also, does he really want to be pulled away from all the important work he's doing at the health ministry right now to go campaign? Well, yeah. And again, during the session with the Premier yesterday, very good question to the Premier two of them, actually, from my colleague Justine Hunter at the Globe and Mail. And she said, you know, you've got this big plan, both the health care plan and the health recovery and the economic recovery, and you're going to need cabinet ministers, right, to administer all this and make sure it happens, right? And and uh, will they be able to do that with the degree of attention they need to apply in the next few weeks and months? If they're in the midst of an election campaign, right? Like the first thing we know, these these briefings with Adrian Dix and Dr. Bonnie Henry, um, which are very, very helpful in understanding how the pandemic is unfolding and understanding what we need to do. Well, Dr. Henry will be able to continue briefing us, but Adrian Dix isn't going to be doing those if we get an election, right? Carol James is retiring. She told us yesterday she's working on the next provincial budget. Well, of course she is. She's not running again, but she's working on the next budget. And she said a lot of what we're going to do will be in the next budget. Well, again, um, Carol James is gone from the scene if we go to an election. So I'd like to think they're kind of pulling back on this, but I guess we have to wait and see what the next few days hold. Well, yeah, I mean, look, uh, uh, if if John Horgan were to pull his party back from the brink, I think he would get a lot of credit yes. for 
Smartening up. Smartening up in the middle of very tempting circumstances politically. He would get credit. I'd be the first to give him credit for making the right decision in tough times, right? And I think a lot of people would. And I think a lot of people would go back to thinking, you know, this guy has actually done a pretty good job as Premier of B.C. and he deserves serious consideration for a second term whenever we get to an election. Whenever, yes, key word there. All right, thank you, Vaughn. Have a good weekend. Bye-bye, Cindy. So Vaughn Palmer from the Vancouver Sun there, and we'll talk to him again, of course, on Monday and find out more about this election speculation and see what happens. And, of course, if you've got thoughts on this, like how do you feel about an election? Yay or nay? I'm a definite no. I can't say that enough, and I have said it over and over and over again. But what about you? Simi at cknw.com.